I just like to keep going. And as I determine how to bring more effort and more purpose into my being, it it grows. It it only gets better because I'm building on it. I am building on what next. Welcome back to another episode of Voices of the Goddess, where brilliant women come to take a break from their successful and sometimes overwhelming lives to level up, live free, and create abundance. If your hectic life has you feeling a bit lost, if you're building your career brand or business, or if you simply want to get the most out of life, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Julieta Wenzel, founder of Body and Soul PT and Soul Candy. And I'm your co-host, Graciela Laurent, professional portrait photographer specializing in boudoir and personal branding. Whether you're relaxing with a cup of coffee or running around town, we've got you. Whatever you're doing, thanks for bringing us along and sharing a laugh. Here comes the magic. We are live, party people. We are are party people. I don't know. (laughs) You know, it's funny. I just watched, um, I don't know, a reel or a TikTok or whatever that is. Tell me you're watching TikTok. Tell me you're watching TikTok. Of Jamie Lee Curtis. She's like, hey, you two. How about having a matinee show? Yes. (laughs) I think you should do a matinee show. Because, hey. All of their listeners are like people our age. And who can stay up that late for a regular? <laughs> home by nine. Let me tell you, home by nine. <laughs> oh, my so, yeah, God. I'm all about partying, but it just it needs to happen earlier. You know, like these late night things. I was at a St. Jude's, you know, fundraising event Saturday night. And I'm like, it's nine o'clock and I'm young. <laughs> I'm like, it's past my bedtime. Like, take me I don't home. even, I can't even, you know, I think back to like when I used to nap before going out so that I could stay up extra late, right? And now I feel like how my mother sounds, which is like nothing good happens after 10 o'clock. Just go home, you know? Um, oh this past God. weekend, I was in Central Florida for a photo shoot. I had driven up there. We were out on a farm. And when I tell you that it was pitch black, it was pitch black. And I'm driving my partner's truck. Thank God it was in a truck. And I'm, but I'm driving like this, like eyeballs up to the steering wheel, like opening my eyes. I'm like, it is really pitch black out here. Like this, I told all, you know, everybody else that was there, like all my subjects and whatnot, they're all in their thirties. And I'm like, people again, I'm in my forties. I need to be like home by now. Like, no, we're, this is not, this is not me. <laughs> oh man. I used to salsa dance until like four in the morning right? and then go out to breakfast before going home. Like, Oh, I, yeah. oh God. I, I know. Yeah. Now the sunrise happens after I wake up, not before I go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> but what I should have done was ask for what I wanted, which I didn't do because I was so into peer pressure, not peer pressure. I shouldn't say that, but you know, for the sake of the art, right? Like we really wanted to do some cool nighttime stuff and I really wanted to do it, but gosh, I'm so bad at that. Julieta. It's something it's been coming up for me a lot. I'm historically, I have always struggled with asking for things. And especially, I think it's that, that fear of rejection, I probably need to do some more, some more work on that for myself. Like why I watch other people ask for what they want. And I'm just like, I'm amazed. 
Right. Sometimes I think though, like, you know, that takes a lot of guts to ask for. So I don't know. Some people ask for things that I don't think they should be asking for, but you know, I I find myself having judgment around people asking things. And then, and then I also check myself, like, why am I judging that? Like, right. Right. Asking for what they want, like more power to them. Right. But it's, um, it's definitely a skill and, um, I will say my my boyfriend is much better at asking for what he wants than than what I am. And so I'm trying to learn from him. Nice. And sometimes he'll be telling me, just just ask. It's easy. And I'm like, no, it's not easy. No, it's not. There's all this judgment. <laughs> I will tell you if there's any hope. I am, you know, it's a, what is it? Do as I say, not as I do. So I'm hoping that by me teaching my kids, ask for what you need, right? That they are, so my kids are definitely better at it than I am. And it's really interesting because I have to check myself, right? Like my son is Mr. ADHD and sometimes he'll be like, I need all of you to stop talking for one second so that I can focus on this one thing and then we can go back to it. Is that okay? Like, and he gets intense about it and I'm like, of course, all you had to do was ask, right? Which is, ha, 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 that's all I ever have to do. But no, I'm a sufferer. Like, I come from a long line of sufferers, you know? But my kids, at least, I thank God, they are learning to, like, say, you know what? I'm unco- like my daughter. She's really good at it. She's like, I'm really uncomfortable with this right now. I'm going to step out and I'll be back, you know? And she's finding ways to protect her peace, right? And I'm like, what a gift. I mean, when I was 13, I was... I was just tortured all the time. Like, that's all. Like, I didn't know you could ask for things. I didn't know, you know? Oof. That's um, a lot. A lot. Big lessons for all of us. Goals. Yeah, I've got goals. I'm just always big. The other side of asking for what you want to is knowing what you want. Like, sometimes I can't even act because I don't even know. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Oh, there's so many levels of layers. Yes. But I, I think it's time to bring our guest on. Let's. Today's a special day. Dr. Sandra Comper Boynton. Hello, young lady. How are you? Hello, you all. I'm great. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's a beautiful day. The sun is shining. Yes, ma'am. Even when it's not, just having you here is I'm so, so grateful and excited to have you here. Tell everybody, introduce yourself. Tell them what you do, because I love what you do. Well, I love you. I love what you do. And I want everybody else to feel just as excited. Tell us what keeps you passionate about what you're doing. Oh, wow. That's going to take a whole day. <laughs> <laughs> but I can tell you again, I'm, I'm Dr. Sandra Kumba boynton I'm an executive director of NAMI Broward County in Florida. And uh, um, Before this, I was, in my other life, I was a psychotherapist, and that simply means that I work with individuals who are living with mental illness and substance use and homelessness, and I've been doing this for over 20 years, and I started out by just going to a hospital and seeing uh, an individual who was actually going through an episode of psychosis, and it just bothered me that you know, it seemed as if she was left on her her own without a voice. And I wanted to be that voice for her. I wanted to know what else could be done to help her instead of having her stark naked 
in a, in a hospital and very little comfort or, li or little attention being given to her. So I started the, uh, working with individuals with mental illness uh, and I have been through the trenches, I like to say, because I've worked with individuals in our jails. I've worked with individuals in the courtroom and in the state hospitals that we have, just being able to assess them and knowing that at every step of the way, if treatment is, is accepted and given, individuals can recover. So I started there and then I branched out into doing a crisis intervention training, which is a training for law enforcement officers, making sure that they also know how to communicate with individuals who are living with mental illness. It was important to do that because our jails happen to be one of the biggest homes for people living with mental illness. So, mm -hmm. you know, my, my track over the years has been, you know, involved and very intensive, but it's something that I wouldn't give up because I want to be that voice. And, and um, you mentioned that you're the director. That's a really, um, I mean, it took you, I'm sure, quite some time to get there, right? And with everything that you've seen, like what, what limiting belief did you have to let go of to be able to get to where you are today? You know, part of our podcast is encouraging women to go to the next level. What did you have to leave behind? What story did you leave behind to get to where you are? I had to leave behind the fact that mental illness is real. Um, not that it, I left behind the fact that it's real. I had to recognize that it is real. And I also had to leave behind the fact that people just don't understand that they, people can live in recovery. And so they need support. And even for those who are not willing to accept support or, or help or treatment, families and friends need to be there at all times, because you never know when that change will come and that person will be accepting. So I had to leave behind some of my old beliefs because being a woman of the Caribbean and and, and not having the, the wherewithal to do all I could and not having the support of individuals who had the power to do so, you know, I had to recognize that, listen, I can, I have a voice. Just one person, just me, little old me, have a voice that can make a difference. And so here I am, working with families living with mental illness, working with individuals themselves, and empowering them, empowering these people to do to make a change. Many of the individuals I work with are people who have been diagnosed, have been through treatment and recovery, and are actually facilitators of many of our programs. So it's possible. It is possible. Wow. Not terrible in some cases, but possible to recover. Beautiful. I message so many people that, you know, we were talking about judgment earlier and there's so much judgment about mental illness. And, um, you know, it's, it's so widespread out there that we need to come to different terms with it. And thank you for the work that you do in supporting humanity moving in the right direction on, on this topic. So Graciela and I are creating a goddess library full of books that, that support us being our true, authentic, free self. Mm -hmm. So what book would you recommend to put in our library that everyone should read? You know what? I tell people this. I'm a very spiritual person. And I, and I 
I am uh, the one of the greatest fan of Rick Warren, and he's a pastor of a grassroots church. I think that's what his church is called. And I pretty much have read all his books. And he he writes a book about the pur purpose-driven life. And it's not only for those, for individuals who are religious, but it's just how to build strength on what you can give back to the community. So I recommend that reading to every person, regardless of your faith, because it is building you. It is helping you recognizing what he talks about as a, the nine fruits of the spirit. But the nine fruits of the spirit is how we all should live. Mm -hmm. You know, the love, the joy, the peace, the kindness, the gentleness, the self-confidence. Self so uh, that would be my go-to book for every person. That's beautiful. You know, um, one of my favorite topics to, uh, to talk about is um, the blue zones. Are you familiar with the blue zones? A little bit? I've heard of it, but so I'll, I'll give you that the 30 second primer. Um, and I love repeating it on this show. So I don't care what anybody says. Um, <laughs> the the blue zones is was actually a project um, uh, supported by National Geographic. And there's um, a gentleman, Bettner, I think is his last name, and he went and found the highest concentrations of centenarians all over the world. And so he found nine areas, right, where people live to be 100 regularly. And one of the things that he found that everyone has in common, um, and he used the Japanese word, I, I, I don't know if I'll say it right, but ikigai, and it means um, your reason for waking up in the morning, your purpose, yes. right? Which is what you're talking about, your purpose-driven life, right? Like getting up every day with the intent, knowing what your intention is from the moment you wake up. What is my goal as a human being today? You know, one of our other guests earlier today, he he has his life vision, um, what he wants you know, to be of service in this world. And so every decision he makes is is made with that as his base, right? Yeah. I, I think I think that's really um oh my gosh, it makes life so much easier, right? When you know where you're going. It sure does. Because this is a confusing world. Let's face it. Mm -hmm. We face so much on a day-to-day -day basis that we have to get that little niche in our in ourselves as to where what is going to drive us today. And, you know, it said, are we going to wake up to be happy or are we going to wake up to be sad? Are we going to wake up to be helpful or, or selfish or selfless? So we have to just direct our path because if we're not navigating that, we're going to get lost. We're going to get lost. Well, and overwhelm, you know, I, with what you do, I think a lot about overwhelm. I mean, I think about overwhelm a lot in the... Um, nonprofit communities. You know, I love supporting all the different nonprofits, but I have to tell you that there are days that it feels hopeless, that it feels like, how are we ever even, you know, is this little drop in the bucket even going to make a difference? You know, I mean, we have moms doing bake sales to solve problems that are, you know, it's like, what is it? Um, the, the boy with his finger in the dam, right? Like mm -hmm. sometimes, some days it feels like that. How do you, um, how do you find that Ikigai every day? You know? Well, you know, we just have to keep going. One of the things I tell myself is, and my husband says it too, is that I love myself too much. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay because I do. Beautiful. Because I have to love myself for me to keep doing what I need to be doing. And we talk about, you know, just the day-to-day -day motion of, of working in a nonprofit organization, especially a grassroots situation. And 
we we are so dependent on the community. We're so dependent on the other folk that we have to be strong enough to keep going. We have to we have to be, uh, I like to say, confident in ourselves to even make an ask. Yeah. You know, uh, one of the things that I know is that you're going to ask, and it's, it can be a no. But I also have to respect a no is a full sentence. So if a person says, you know, no, we can't do this. And I'm, I'm not talking about only monetary aspects. I'm talking about having people volunteer with our service, having people contribute time and energy. And, if, you know, if, if it's a no, it's a no. So what do we do? We do not sit back on our laurels. We keep moving. And I tell my staff every day, we keep moving regardless. Our report didn't come through well. You know, for us, we keep moving because the next step is to make sure that that, that evaluation or report is going to be positive every time we, we submit something. Every time it comes back to us, it should the reports should be better because we're doing the same thing day after day after day. So what do we do? We improve. We get better. We get better with practice. So we, we have to recognize that. Never stop moving. Never, Never stop. stop moving. I love that. That's going to be one of our tweetables from today. <laughs> keep moving. Just keep moving. Yes. So, you know, that kind of feeds into our next question. We're always growing and evolving and learning more. And each of us have these gifts inside of us that we eventually bring out. So what's the next secret gift that's brewing inside you, Sandra, that's waiting to come out? And um, is anything getting in the way of you unleashing that? Actually, you know, um, I said earlier, I've been working over 20 years. I've been working for 27 years. And I think over time, I have grown more and more into the person I am today. Uh, not always for the better, because I do make mistakes. And I do, you know, there's ebbs and flows. But I do think... Every day, as I say, uh, you know, it's time for you to retire and let go. But I, I think there is so there is just something more mm-hmm. for me to do. There's more that I can contribute to this world. And, and what's growing inside of me is determining where I am going to put this effort and this purpose that I have. I haven't really fine-tuned it yet. But I know there is more. There's more that I can contribute. And and that's where I am at this point. You know, I love that you're sharing that message because so many um, I mean, everybody that comes on this show comes on because they're accomplished in whatever they're doing, which is so beautiful. But, you know, sometimes as a listener and myself, you know, as a listener and a host, I feel like, oh, wow, I wish I had accomplished that much, or I wish I could feel like X, Y, Z, right? And, but we keep talking about how as soon as you get to one level, it's time for the next one, right? As soon as I get something that I'm like, great, I got this award. I mean, sure, I'm happy about it, but then I'm like, okay, now what, what's next, you know? And the fact that you're sitting in the unknown and that that's okay like, let's take the stigma out of unknown. Let's put the excitement into what could possibly be next. I have all these gifts and I have all these abilities and I have all this potential. And where where am I going to put this gift next? I mean, I think that's beautiful. And the fact that it's an unknown, but it's a knowledge that there is something else. 
Yes. You know, so I just like to keep going. And as I determine how to bring more effort and more purpose into my being, it it grows. It it only gets better because I'm building on it. I am building on what next. You know, I know I'm a servant. I am going to be serving in some capacity, but in what capacity right now? But I'll be there. Okay. <laughs> I will be there. Beautiful. That's beautiful. So we're on to our last question. And really, this is going to be a time for you to just share with us. Um, You know, again, our mission is to inspire women to uncover the magic within, right? So they're free to live authentically. And particularly because your expertise is in mental health, I know that that's an extra layer, right? Living truly authentically without hiding, without, um, you know, stigmas and things like that. So what is one parting thought that you would like to gift our audience? Give us the gift of a vision. What, what would you like for everyone to know? I'd like for everyone to know that there's a little bit of everything within us. There's a little bit of bravery. There's a little bit of, of love. There's a little bit of knowledge, um, some more than, so than others. But there's a little bit of something inside of us. And that little bit of something is what propels us to to move forward. And take a minute, take a minute to step back, to be by yourself and to recognize what that little thing is, what percentage of that little thing is that you know you want to build on. Take a time for yourself. It is so important to give yourself time. So use that space to determine where you really, really want to be. And if you can't do it by yourself, ask somebody. Mm. Don't be afraid to ask. Don't be afraid to reach out, to ask for help. We all need mentors. I'm a psychotherapist. I've been a psychotherapist for many years. I still see a therapist. Because there are days when I'm like, okay, where am I in the whole equation? And I need that person to talk to. And it doesn't have to be a, a, a therapist. It can be a friend, it can be a family member, but we're not alone. You are not alone. Whatever you're thinking, whatever you're, whatever you're, you're processing, you're not the only person in that state. So reach out because when you reach out to ask, you get answers and then you're strong enough. You're strong enough at that point to make that determination as to where you want to go. But there's a place, there's a place for us all. So wise. You are so, so, so wise. I love you so much. I love you too. Thank you. Thank you so much. Why so much love on this show? <laughs> because you're because you're lovable. But, you know, we were talking about having a vision and, and my vision is definitely to bring more love into the world. And so um, it definitely comes through all of our guests on this show and goes out there into the world, creating more love everywhere. So I appreciate you coming on and sharing uh, some really great messages for our audience. And um, I hope they take them, take them in and make goodness out of it. Thank you so So, very much. We've come to the end of our show. All right. It's a wrap. Thank you all so much for listening and take these nuggets and don't forget to participate in the Facebook group. We have a little community there. Come hang out with us. Let's chitty chat. Tell us what came up for you and we'll see you on the other side. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And let's spread love. 
Thanks for joining us today and keeping us in the top 10% of podcasts in the world. Ask us how you can promote your business on this podcast as a sponsor. And make sure you check out the show notes for details on how to get in touch with Julieta, Graciela, or today's special guest. We're sending you lots of love and gratitude. Have a magical day. 